Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The radio show that knows truth is always stranger than fiction. Week Monday, I get shoes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Morning. It's a beautiful morning. Quarter past 11. Wednesday, May... The, I don't know, what is it, the 15th? I don't know. It's 2019. Um, and I am making myself... I bought one of those... Oh, dear, you can hear me in my kitchen. I bought one of those, you know those old man travel mugs? I bought one, and I'm, making, I'm filling it up with coffee, because I've just got up, got up a little bit late. And um, I'm off to interview Tony Slattery. Um... Strikingly strange, I was going to interview him at two o'clock in, in Edgware, and then I just, hang on a minute, can I put this down? Oh, man. The seal of the coffee being broken. Yes. Um, I was going to interview him in Edgware at two, and then I woke up to a message from Kath saying that Tony's been in touch, and he's going to be in Hampstead this morning, and he wonders if you want to meet there, or he'll meet you in Edgware. He's a really nice guy, and so... I texted him, called him, texted him. He's doing his interview. So, I'm going to head over to Hampstead. Oh, this milk might be off. Is this milk off? And just get away with it. So, if this milk is the 13th, that means it's the 15th today. Right. Um, so, I'm going to head over to Hampstead on the chance that I could grab him a bit earlier. Now, this may not work, in which case I hang around in Hampstead for a bit, which is fine, or it may work, in which case hang around with Tony Slattery for a bit. Um, where are my keys? Where are my keys? Alright, let's go and meet Tony. I am in sunny Hampstead in North London, really nice part of town, haven't been here for years. Um, and got here early, it's 12.30, just had a call from Tony telling me where he is, where to go and meet him for the interview. Um, I'm really nervous, I'm really nervous because in the phone call, Tony sounded, um, I don't know how to put this, he sounded tired, I don't know. Let's see, let's see how we get on. He's... Um, He's a good man. He's a really good man. And um, I want him to succeed and I want him to be happy. And I don't want this interview, there's the pub, King William IV. I don't want this interview to be in any way exploitative um, or, to, or to cause him problems. You know, I don't want to make his situation any worse. So. It is with an air of trepidation that I approach the King William IV pub. Oh, man. And step in to try and find one of my childhood heroes. Um, I wonder where Tony is. Maybe he's in the beer garden. No, no, no. He's not here. Maybe I'm in the wrong pub. There can't be two King Williams, can there? Is there another King William here? I'm trying to... I'm meeting a friend. No, this is the only one. There's no... I'm meeting um, uh, Tony Slattery here for an interview. Is he around or...? 
Maybe he's not in the garden. There's not another King. There's not another King William in Hampstead. No. I'm going to call him. Thank you very much. Right. Let me see. To re-record your message, key hash at any time. Hello, Tony. It's in. I'm in Hampstead, and I'm at the King William the Fourth. Is that the right pub? Um, I've just been in there and I can't see you. Maybe you've popped in the loo. These things happen. Just give us a little call or a text and I will come and find you. Okay, man, speak to you a bit. Tony? It's me. I've just been to the King William in Hampstead and I can't see you. Are you sure that's where you are? Okay, I will meet. <laughs> I will meet you. Do you want me to get you a drink or anything? Would you, do you want me to get you a drink? <laughs> yep. Sir, it will be waiting for you when you arrive. I'll see you in a few minutes. See you in a minute. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. So he's going to meet me in there. And uh, he wants a pint of tap water and a large glass of white wine. I'm, I'm here with Tony. Tony turned up. We're just talking about the 11 o'clock show. Yes, I would... Sorry, my, uh, can I speak yes. in a deeper voice? I just went, yes, because I'm frightened of you. Don't be frightened of me. I'm All right? Listen, you've had a transformation. I've had a transformation. 11 o'clock show, I would say, was mean and was, was a bullying show, I would say. Okay. But that was 20 years ago, and now I'm a dad and... The, sh- the radio show that we're doing now, that this is for, okay, okay, is about celebration. It's about it's, we're not here. To, I'm not here to catch you out. I don't mind. Do you not? No. Um, uh, if you ask me something and uh, I find it confusing, I will simply answer. I don't know what you're talking about. If it's frantic abuse, I will probably not reply uh, in turn because I could abuse you and therefore it goes nowhere yeah uh, you I saw on um, I've got to say I love you I love you uh, you when could I, you say that louder because there's no one else in this I f- this man I love you Tony honestly when I when I I don't even know when uh, whose lines it anyway was on but when I guess I was 15 16 you don't remember either of course you were such an inspiration to me. To such an... I, I don't know... Okay, how, I'm going to accept take that. Take it. All right. Take it. I don't know how good you are at taking compliments, and this whole thing isn't going to be blown not smoke good, up your ass. But no, of course. Well, th- well, then, I'm not, I'm not doing this to embarrass you, but I have to say this. As a 15-year-old, not really sure what I wanted to do, what I was, what I wanted to be, to see you, the speed at which you work, was it blew me away, and it was like... If I can be a, a tenth as, as fast as that guy, uh, uh, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. So you've been a real inspiration. And I can see that you're like me. You don't like taking compliments. It's not an easy state for you, I would imagine. I've lost you. No. Two things. Go on. I got into terrible trouble for saying what I really honestly think. OK. Here we go, then. First, yeah. that's a really kind thing to say. Okay. And two, a nice thing to hear. And it's slightly disabled me. There. Oh, I don't mean to. I don't mean to. No, I know you didn't disabled. mean to. I'm just. In what way disabled? Because, because it's a bit unusual these days yeah. to hear uh, things which are facts and uh, well meant. Yeah. I believe that. You got a lot of love on Twitter after your interview in The Guardian, was it The Guardian? It was The Guardian, yeah. There was a lot, I mean, obviously you're going to get arseholes on Twitter. 
That's there's there's a load of that. But you've I got don't... a lot of love. So I've heard someone else handles right. my Twitter account. Yeah. He is uh, a friend, at least I hope he still is. Uh, his name is Alan Lear, and uh, he handles it because I don't... Hmm, to say the word Luddite, it's, oh, my God, I'm like, as if it's some kind of boast. It's not. When I turn the light on... To go for a wee in the bathroom, it still startles me <laughs> because I think, how the f did that happen? So, I don't know. But it is true. Yeah. Oh, you were amazed when I pulled out my digital recorder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell if, is that? If that sense? indeed Look, I, I'm old enough to remember Anne uh, Summers. And uh, Anne Summers. And uh, I'm looking at what you're pointing at me now. And Jesus, even then, I was only 14 and it frightened me then. Imagine the thrills this could give you. Um, you're doing, are you doing a new show? Are you going to Edinburgh? Is that? Yeah, go back to. Tell me about that. Oh, okay. Um, right, there's one, the Whose Lines Anyway, and uh, and that'll be mainly because people remember Whose Line and they think, I don't know how, how much I'm allowed to swear. You can bleep. You it. can swear as much as you want, we'll bleep. That's Kat's job, who you spoke to. She does the bleeping. So. Okay, okay. I'm not a fan of swearing because, not for any ethical or moral reasons, I just think he's a bit lazy. Uh, and like, in Tynan's day when he was the first person really on telly mm. was he not dropped the F-bomb didn't he uh, yeah. does it and uh, so uh, I just think um, but <laughs> hell I yeah. right believe all that <laughs> good no, luck I'm Catherine good. with this one <laughs> <laughs> no be honest I mean it um, uh, so uh, whose line is it anyway yeah, going, going to, to draw, and people I haven't seen in years, and people, uh, and uh, I, 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 I hope it's going to uh, so well because people have fond memories, and there, and there is a um, um, binary side to it, whereby people, because I did it about two years ago, and uh, you know the kind of reunion of all yeah. the people they think they remember, and so there were a, a couple of things. One was, Jesus, I thought you were dead. Two, my mum used to let me stay out real late to see you. And that's a real compliment. Except when it comes to, and here are my granddaughters. (laughs) And I do the same. And that's true. So I'm going to do that. And a kind of interview uh, thing, uh, Q&A. Don't want to know any of the questions, like we're doing now. Don't want to know any of the questions. I have no answers uh, prepared. That's that. And also uh, another thing which would meet and a guy called Alan... uh, uh, Lear and we just do uh, a kind of impro hour, okay. basically. Who's in the Who's Line show in Edinburgh? Don't know. Do you not know? No. Oh, wow. Okay. No, it's, it's all really secretive. You turn up, you do it. Oh, wow. No, and it's... No. Nervous? Not not fussed? Terrified? What, 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 how are you feeling I'm going it? with all of those. Yeah, really? Yeah, and it is too. And uh, because it's out of my hands, I just turn up and try and make people laugh. Uh, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I know I've got a place to stay. Well, that's a bonus. That's a good <laughs> it really is. Didn't used to be in 1979 when it didn't matter. I'll sleep under a pile of sacks. And, um, uh, and, uh, but, uh, the older you get, and I know, I've done Edinburgh's where I've slept on sofas, I've slept in the back of cars. I've, I, I did I did an Edinburgh once where I was camping. I was only there for a, for a few nights. You were camping? I'm camping. I was doing the So You Think You're Funny competition. And I camped. I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. And, and I was uh, camping. But, 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 hang on, um, if, if I may. Please, just t- you go for it, man. Okay. Um, where were you camping? And how oh, old were you? Oh God, Given was... that you're younger and I hate you oh, for that uh, yeah well I okay where are you I'm camping six next month I'm getting I'm catching you up where was I camping it was about five miles out of Edinburgh and um, I don't remember where but I remember it was horrible and I would I would camp and then I'd have to go and do a heat of so you think you're funny which is this big comedy competition yes and then I go remember back that. to a tent and I was really lucky that I bumped into someone and he said well come and sleep on our sofa tonight if you want boom I did that but uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry 
tried to go all kind of, um, uh, how should I say, brief encounter. No, I'm going to stick with that. There's something in your eye. But um, my point is, someone said to you, come and sleep on my floor. Yeah. Uh, not for any other reason nope. than no come and see before and let, no, uh, just come and do it because yeah. Edward. Uh, yeah. yeah. I right. Oh God, I'm going to sound really old now, and I feel older now. The Edinburgh Fringe programme then is thin. And if you can communicate with your, he's doing tiny gap between his f- thumb and forefinger. It is tiny, indicating something very thin. And now? He has now <laughs> stretched his arms wide apart, indicating something very large. <laughs> now, Jeez, there's so much seven, now, talking about 70s porn... <laughs> it's right, but you I miss, know, I you miss know the hair. I miss the hair in porn. Do you? I miss the hair. I grew up on the hair. No one's got any hair Well, you anymore. still got... You have. Not on the head. Talking about... Well, I, I, I'm not interested in your pubic depilation. <laughs> Except I so am. <laughs> when was the first time? Are we flirting? I think we're flirting. Yes, I'm up with that. Yes. I'm up for that. When, when was the first time you did Edinburgh? Do you remember it? Yeah, I think it was, uh, OK, uh, 1979. OK, and what was the show? It was, OK, uh, there were five shows, actually. It was uh, the Cambridge uh, Mamas. I'd never heard of them. I think they're still going, and there was nothing medievalist about it. It was just uh, a group of students who went up and, you know, I'm sorry to repeat myself, but, you know, he slept on a place the size of this table with, to use your brilliant word, shenanigans, which I haven't heard <laughs> I heard it in County Galway and County Clare where my uh, parents were growing. But, yeah, we did. So that was the first time, 79, and uh, it was something called... Uh, Memory's going a bit now, but um, the fringe first. Okay. I don't know whether that's still going. That rings a bell. I think it is. Okay. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Fun? Did you get? Did you get the the, the huge? Yes. I guess you had the bug for performing before. Yeah. School plays and all that. Yeah. That that old. Yeah. Honest, honest, honest engine. Yeah. If I'm allowed to say engine. No, because the um, yeah. I need to give you a list of words you can't say in Edinburgh any more. 40, 40 years later. <laughs> no, tell me them and I'll say them. And I'll give you some, because you're younger. You. <laughs> um, and the, the first time... Was it always comedy you wanted to do, or did you get kind of sidelined into comedy? Did you want to be a serious actor, but you found you just kept getting laughs, or was it was it comedy that you wanted? I think it was... Uh, right, uh, laughter and applause, they're great. Uh, they are. They're addictive. And I know nothing as anyone will know about me I know nothing about addiction of any sort and I realise there's a terrible and crap irony in that but um, laughter and applause but also Mm, serious stuff, yeah. which I'm kind of no, this sounds like a plug. Kind of wanting to explore. Uh, I don't know if I did before. Uh, you're allowed to. You're allowed to say what you want to do. It's not arrogant. It's not desperate. If there's stuff you want to do, you're allowed to put it out there. Okay. What do you want to do? <laughs> Go home. <laughs> I certainly don't. This is fun. <laughs> no, it's just uh, you know. If uh... you seem embarrassed by your talent, or maybe your circumstances, I don't know. I'm getting a sense of embarrassment. Maybe I've got that wrong. Uh, nervousness. nervousness. That's not. I guess the the um, same. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm thinking of uh, say. Right, there was one play I did by a brilliant. Uh, 
called Neville Gyland. That's any kind of. Oh yeah, of course, yes. Yeah, and I got uh, an, uh, something called uh, an Olivier nomination for that, and I uh, I didn't win, and 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 I'm not at all bitter about that. Uh, no, because I saw the performance of the guy who did. It. I thought I got no bloody chance because he was so better, but. I was pleased to do that, yeah. and so and it, it was uh, quite. It was very funny, but it was very serious, and that's good, isn't it? Yeah. To, it, to combine it, I'm talking about the playwright and the direction and the company you're with, and. In just because the people next door are talking very loudly and I'm worried that we're going to pick up their boring conversation. Can we move back in there? I don't care. <laughs> the only reason I asked you to be... And that's really, the only reason... Yes. Now, look... You're getting very close I, to the microphone. I, yes, I'm getting very close. Brother. Look, Bletchley Park, I know <laughs> you've saved us and uh, I paid great tribute to you, but now I'm being ordered to move somewhere else. Come in, let's go in, come on, bring your glasses and drinks. (laughs) Don't leave your drinks behind, come on. I know, that's never going to happen, is it? Hope so. I'm working on it. Are you? Good. I'm I'm working on it. I'm I'm an alcoholic. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a cocaine addict and an alcoholic, but I'm clean. It's, it's, it's possible. Give me some clues. I'll give you some clues. I'll tell you how I did it. I, I embraced really like Jesus that. and invited... I did. Don't you dare! Don't forget your drinks. Come Jesus in. is the... I'm joking, I'm joking, no, I'm yeah, joking. Yeah. Come inside with me. Come on. It's just... That woman was speaking too loudly. Mind that step. Here we go, look. Sit there, that looks like a comfy chair. This is better. That's what I did. Because I was sitting here. Yesterday, uh, and Listen, I, I don't know what your situation is. I will share mine briefly if you want to hear it. Yes. So when I was doing the 11 o'clock show, I suddenly... Which I do remember. Bless you. And how... And... Gosh. I was good looking, wasn't I? Okay, one... <laughs> I've got... Uh, you recall? Yes, one! This is gold. I've got nothing to gain from this. Two! I'm in... How far do you... Sit down. Look how far it was. But I don't want you to say anything you'd be embarrassed by. Here's the thing. So I used to be a massive stoner. Got on the 11 o'clock show, smoking weed okay. all the time. Got on the 11 o'clock show and suddenly started making a TV money, which you'll be fully aware of. TV money and people telling me I was great. So cocaine came, comes into my life. Yeah. Can't stop taking cocaine. Can't stop. Loved it. Hated it. You? Yes, Slattery. No. This is... This is... Uh... Can you report? His, his arm is in the air as though he were a 14-year-old schoolboy. You're Young, agreeing with me. Younger. That's what we had to do. Look, here's a dog. Hello, doggy. Hello. Aren't you beautiful? I, I, I couldn't stop taking it. And for the beginning, I loved it. Loved it. Made me feel confident, sexy, funny, powerful, right? But actually, I hated myself. And for a long time, I could not stop. And I was just shoveling it up, shoveling it up. Couldn't stop. Okay, uh, if I may, no. You're interviewing me. Uh, this, is, uh, this is kind of vloggeria on my part. It's some just fascinating. You can ask me anything, and you don't have to answer anything I ask you. Those are the rules. So you can ask me anything. And if you want me to stop talking about it, I'll stop talking about it. Because I know that you use cocaine, and I don't want to bring back... I don't want to trigger you into no, thinking that would be a not, good idea. It's not it? that... What I wanted, because of what you just said, was, did you enjoy it? At the start, I really enjoyed it. At the end, it was me locked in a room on my own, watching porn, and it was horrible. 
It's horrible. You watched porn? Yeah, yes, I did. I watched. I'm leaving. I watched. What a disgrace! I watched ladies and gentlemen doing uh, shenanigans. It was horrible. Uh, you know, days on end. Shenanigans. Yeah. Seems good film. Oh. Shenanigans two is even better. <laughs> Shenanigans 3 was banned. It nearly killed me. It nearly killed me. Oh, don't say that. It nearly killed me, ruined my career, nearly lost my house, I lost my girlfriend, lost, nearly lost everything, nearly died a couple of times, and I managed to stop. Um, by I, I go to NA, Narcotics Anonymous, and AA a little bit. The booze was never the main thing, but if I had a drink now, I'd have five drinks, and then I'd be going up and down the street trying to find a dealer. That's, that's how it would work. And I had 13 years clean. Last year... May I ask you? Yeah. How... How'd you do that? How... How... How did you do it? To tell... Not just me. No. I went to meetings. I went to, I went and sat in church halls and school halls and rooms above pubs, ironically, and I went in there and I would sit with a group of people and I'd say, my name's Ian and I'm an addict, my name's Ian and I'm an alcoholic. And it was hard work. I went for 18 months thinking I could cut down or thinking I could just do the booze or thinking I could just have a couple of lines every week and it didn't work. It would always end up in the same degrading madness. So I had to stop, and I stopped by going to meetings. Yes, and degrading is a really, uh, if I may say, uh, it sounds pretentious, an important word, because yeah. it degrades. <laughs> it's neither moral, ethical, it can be, but it's also just the most powerful word for me is waste. What you could have done. And also sometimes it's not a bad idea to pat yourself on the back and say, I did that through altruism. And also to recognise on the other side of the shoulder to say, I did that through selfishness. Mm-hmm. Pat, do you think you've wasted... I know I've wasted large parts of my life. I've, I've wasted large parts of my life. Do you feel that about you? Yeah, I think I'm going to start crying because... I don't know, Tony. I don't want to upset you. I don't want to make this one of those interviews where you get upset unnecessarily because I don't want that for you. I want you to be happy because you deserve it. Do you want me to stop this? No? Okay. I want you to be happy. You're brilliant, Tony. And now you're crying. I'll make you cry. I'm really sorry. Just stop it. Stop it. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Hello? The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. The recording uh, is continuing. We have DC Tony Slattery with me um, at the scene of the crime. Detective Constable? That's what you are. Sorry, mate. All right. Is that good? I don't know. Is Detective Constable... No, that's not good, is it? That's quite low. Is that low? Oh, well, pardon me for breathing. (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. Mental illness isn't a choice. It happens. I'm not bipolar, but I suffer with depression and anxiety. I've, I've... I've not tried to kill myself. I've come very, very close to it. Very, very close I'm to it a few to times. Hear that. Thank you. I'm all right no, today. Uh, that's an easy thing to say. No, but I, you know. I'm sorry to hear it. That. Thank you. I mean it. And I'm very, I'm very open on the radio show. We talk about it a yes, lot. Yes, yes. And I think more and more people are coming around that mental illness is not a choice. It's like you wouldn't say to someone who's got like leukemia. Well, that's your choice 
to have leukemia. It happens, whether it's genetic or it's circumstantial or whatever, it happens. Um, and you've talked, and we just talked about it when we stopped the thing about your bipolar. Di- diagnosed by a few specialists. Yes. How does that impact on your life? It, it took me a long time to even know what the word meant. Yeah. And if you're looking, uh, as it were, <laughs> not being religious, if you, if one looks at ICDM5, uh, the, the Kaplan and Saturn, even. I'm talking about Bibles of human adult psychopathology. Yeah. And a lot of it, because I'm not a clinician, I don't understand, but some things ring true. Yeah. And some things I read, most of it, I think, I haven't got, I'm not a neuroscientist. Are you not? I can't do. I'm at, the, I'm at the wrong, it's the wrong Tony Slattery, everybody. It's not the doctor. It's the bloody comedian. Now we've got the real you. <laughs> you cut me down in flames, which is what you're famous for, and quite rightly. Quite I've, I know the trouble you've got into for saying the truth. <laughs> the truth is a dangerous commodity. Isn't it? People don't like the truth. Some people don't. No. No. I'll shot you. When... Um... We were talking about your bipolar and how it affects you. Do you? When were you diagnosed? How long ago? It was the okay. Uh, given the the phenomenal. Okay. So take a run up. I happen to know it's like <laughs> my sense of time. The, I'm going back to my O level years where this got tick. Wow. The phenomenology of temporal perception. How do you perceive time? So I'm trying to think now because of your question about uh, when it was first suggested that it might be a possibility. And I'm really pleased is the wrong word, but I'm Happy is the wrong word as well. Now, see, the fact that it's been talked about more, mental illness, from wherever it comes, whether it's idiopathic, whether it's reactive, uh, uh, whether tablets might help, whether they are the worst thing to take, whether you... Look, you get 10 minutes with a GP, if you're lucky. How? How? You could, you could have billions of pounds in the bank, but you s- could still feel unhappy. Yeah. You could have nothing. And... Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not being very useful to you. Well, you're, 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 no, you don't think that at all. You've been very useful to me. So we're getting an, an insight. This is going to be helpful to a lot of people... Hope so. ..who are struggling. Um, I was going to say a lot of my listeners are struggling, but that makes it sound like my show is shit and that, that they're struggling. But there are a lot of people out there in pain. And hearing someone like you talk about, not struggle, struggle, but talk about your life. Oh, no, you've hit on something. Yeah, this is really important. Go on. Yeah, right. Ooh, one of the reasons which makes me... OK, well, let's use a word. Use it. Bulk. My brave back against booze and drugs. Now, a bit of me thinks, I'm sorry you, you're battling against booze and drugs, but use my brave back. What about, what, what about baby who's born with, uh, I don't know, uh, spinal bifida? They can't say my brave battle. Their parents can, or whoever is trying to look after them. Mm. Now, however you edit this, I don't know. 
Of course I don't know. I don't want to know. That's why I never know. want want to know what questions I'm going to be asked. Some people uh, say, I want copy approval. Of course it's not copy approval. Otherwise, you can't have copy approval. Otherwise, it's not an interview. Yeah. In the same way, uh, I want a verbatim transcript of what has been said. You say, yeah, that's been tried in Hansard. It didn't work for John... Who am I thinking of? I don't know. John who? John Craven? No. <laughs> it wasn't John Craven, was it? No. <laughs> you behaved like... I can't stop. <laughs> no, I just came back ages because my mind is skipping. It was when, you know, Hansard is meant to be, you know, the parliamentary, right? Yeah. What he said is what he's reported. Yes. And the only person... John Prescott. They Prescott, couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't, because it took too much time. <laughs> they couldn't. All these linguists and geniuses, we can't do this. I must go home and eat <laughs> and drink some water or anything. Uh, can I... My book... Bro- no, go on. Do you finish what you're going to say? Sorry, Mum... My point is, right, copy approval, don't agree. Of course, a journalist, uh, I'm a bit old-fashioned like this, look, you can say, you can give an opinion. I didn't like it. You can do a play or a film and you get bad reviews or good reviews. And they could, you say, did you see the same performance? And you get, and sometimes I've done uh, stuff, uh, say in the theatre, and you know, I've got nice reviews and got a, a really, um, what's the word, what's the best word to use? Um, not nice reviews. That's two words, but I'm going to use that. Three, so, three words. Thank you, all right, all right, pardon me, excuse me. <laughs> it's Tony Slattery sat there, honestly. Can I speak openly and freely? Yes. You're not using drugs? No. Drinking? I have a glass of white wine in front of me, which you bought, thank you. I'm an enabler. Uh, no, you, you're not. You didn't know. You didn't encourage are you, me. Are you worried about going and doing a run in Edinburgh that you might either sink into bad old habits, you might pick up drugs again or something, or that the booze... <sighs> you sound. You sound pissed. I sound pissed? Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if that is... I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying this from a place of love. I don't know if you are. I don't know if you're on medication. I don't know if it's... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And I... What? A couple of things. Go on. If I've crossed the line, I'm really sorry. Hey, I've crossed the line. You're just being honest, which is... This is... Yeah. You talked about the truth, yeah. Yeah. Now, phonetically... I sound to you best. Yeah. Take a breathalyzer now. Okay. Go on then. I left it in the car. I haven't got one. Obviously, I haven't got one. I didn't know that. Am I taking medication? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry in that case. I crossed the line and I was rude. And I, and no. I, one, you didn't cross the line. Okay. You weren't rude. It was just a straightforward, bloody question. Okay. Okay. Um, are you looking, we talked about you being nervous about Edinburgh. Is there... Is there, is there that, that desire, that, that spark? Is that still there? Do you know what I mean? The spark that we have as young men. Have you still got that, that little fire in your chest to perform and to entertain? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be tiring, isn't it? <laughs> Edinburgh is always an exhausting... I might lose weight. That'd be good. I feel I've offended you. You haven't at all. Are you sure? You've asked, okay. you've asked me straightforward questions. Okay. okay, okay, okay. What is next? What do you want to happen after Edinburgh? What do you, how do you want it? 
Yes. What would you like after Edinburgh? Is that I want to remember the to cherish the people I love. Mm. Yeah. And maybe make amends with the people I might not have been nice to in the past. Sometimes that can happen. Yeah. Because um, I've read up on you, and you're famous anyway, for certain things. Many good things, many dangerous things, yeah. if I may say. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So I could easily have said, no, I don't drink. What I said to you was, I would like a big glass of white wine, yeah. which is what I'm drinking now, yeah. in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It helps you calm my nerves. Okay. It does. Yeah. Okay, would, given I was given my first drink forcibly at the age of eight. Now, this sounds like special... Ooh, aren't I the victim? It's a fact. Forcibly? That's what happened. I'm not prepared to... I don't know where that came from, except that it was a fact. Okay. I was... You don't have to tell me. Don't worry. Don't be one, that's fine, absolutely fine. You don't have to tell anyone anything you don't want to. It's your life, it's your story. You share, this is the thing I'm learning, I share what I want to share. Other stuff is inappropriate, I like to keep it to myself. So that's your turn. Okay. You're a good man. You're a good man. You're a beautiful man. You got this. You got this. Making amends as well is a great, I cause a lot of good people a lot of harm. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good people, a lot of people who love me. How do you how do you make amends? Sometimes I make direct amends where okay. I contact the person yeah. and um, say, look, I it can either be like Facebook or a phone call or sometimes I bump into them and I say, look, I feel that I my behaviour in these situations was, was cruel and was unkind and I would like to apologise. Whether, whether meant or not, yeah. it's still the same. It's still the same. Whether I was high or not, it's still... Even though even though I may not have been in control of my actions, I was respo- I'm responsible for what I did. Some people don't want to know. Some people tell me to F off, not interested. That's fine. Some, oh, people, some people... Some sorry. Pe- no, no, sorry. sorry. Some people go, oh, I can't believe... That was nothing. I don't know why you're clinging on to that. That was nothing. So something that I've built up in my head is a great offence, of course. They've gone, I don't even remember that. And some people have sat down and talked with me for a couple of hours and said, well, this is the effect it had on me. Your behaviour when you were high, this is the effect it had on me. It made me feel ashamed. It made me feel angry. You cheated on me and I felt terrible. And we've talked about it and they've put forward their side. Right. And they've generally accepted the apology. That's how... Most people are really good with it. Most people are really good and get it. Some people aren't, and that's fine as well. That's their story. Gotcha. Yep. That's their story. It's tough. And every time I see someone, you know, sometimes I'll be in a shop or a party and I go, oh, God, I, was, I behaved terribly to that man. And I, I go off, kind of compose myself, and I go over and try and apologise. Sure. They can see when it's sincere. Yes. And when it's meant... Yes. And each time I've apologised, a little bit of shame has left me. Just a tiny little bit of shame. Okay. And it gets lighter each I'll time. Oh, yeah. It gets lighter. Why are you doing all these interviews at the moment? Because big story in The Guardian. A lot of affection for you. Apparently. Oh, no, there was, definitely. There really was. I, I mean, don't know. I don't... Yeah. I've heard. Yeah, good. Um, what's prompted this kind of... Popping your head above the parapet. Do you think? <laughs> okay, okay, we're going to be really reductive yeah. here. Yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay, let's do it. I think I might have said this before, but it hasn't been. I'm doing this because I think you're strange at 
No, this not is... just me necessarily, but all of the press that you're that you're doing. I have no control over that. Right, okay. I'm just saying what I'm seeing yeah. in a place with you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the way you talk and think. And yes, a lot of people find it all right, I'm gonna eat. Scary, they do. Are you scared of me? No, no, but a lot of people are. I think they are, yeah. And that's something I need to. I'm, I'm trying to change. I don't Why? Want, I don't want people to be scared of me. When maybe when I was 25, 26, okay, that's a feeling of power. I don't like that now. I don't want people to be scared of me. I'm not scared of you because I think. I think you're an honest dealer. And I have countless faults. Countless. Like many human beings. Yeah. One thing I can pat myself on the back is sycophancy is not one of them. Yeah. I think anyone who knows me, anyone. Here's the irony. Anyone who's still talking to me will tell you this thing. So, I can say... That now, oh, the Guardian. No, it all started. I don't know how you're going to edit this. I really, Catherine, good luck. <laughs> I said, oh, I just, I just pressed the cord. Right. Sorry, tell me when to stop. Sorry. Do you want to stop? Should we finish? No, we no, 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 I'm just saying, tell me when to stop. Because I was going to go and tell you something. Tell right. me something. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. Right. I'm prodding Ow. Tony with a stick to make him tell me. And listeners, yes, he is. Yes. And stick is a metaphor. Let me tell you that. Ha! Ah! Oh, that's a... <laughs> Oh, you'll be fine in Edinburgh. You, you, no, you've still got it. You've still got it. Um, no. Go on. I, okay, okay. Have uh, 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 you want to do it right? Uh, it was Sunday Mirror. It was. It's Dame Emma Thompson's. Dame Emma Thompson's six-year birthday. You knew her at Cambridge. Would you like to come and share some thoughts about the time you God yeah I think she's brilliant. I have happy memories. So I did the interview. But it turned into something else. Not a nasty interview, it just turned into something else. They're very clever. Very clever these people. I don't know about that. I, I didn't suspect any... Uh, what's the word? I've heard it a couple of times. Shenanigans. Yeah. But it's true, I didn't know. Where's this going? I want to talk about Emma. How beautiful and talented she was. That's what I was here for. Yeah. And so telling her, and suddenly it turned into something else. They stitched you up? No, I don't think they oh, did. Oh, OK, right. That's my point. Yeah. I don't think they did, because the journalist suddenly decided to go somewhere else. I'll go. Yeah. Christ, no, we've always stitched up in the bars. No, I didn't say that. Which goes back to, uh, out of context, verbatim, uh, word for word, no, it just turned into something else, and that's how it got on. And that's how this really, um, quite quick thing has developed. Tony, listen, I'm going to turn this off. We're going to go outside, and we're going to wrestle. You up for that? Please don't forget... Ian, yes, if that really is your name, and I've done some research and I know it is. <laughs> He's good. He's good. He really has done his research, readers. You just said wrestle. I was a black belt in June when I was 15. Shut up, will you? I 
you know, have you not done your research? I've represented England against the Netherlands. I was crap. I was banned <laughs> for using an illegal throw. I didn't even know it was, it was only banned two weeks. Here we go. This is the headline. Tony Slattery's judo cheat shame. <laughs> but it was a cheat. No one told me it wasn't allowed. So how the... Stop talking to them. No, no. I know, I know, I know you. I know the trouble you've got in New York. Yeah. I'm not. All right, well, listen. Um, so Edinburgh's coming up. Best of luck with that. Cheers. Anything else you want to you want to plug? You want to no. sell? No. No. This. This. I'm gonna do Edinburgh. Oh. oh sorry. Sorry. I don't know. I can tell you. No, I was turning it to Kenneth Williams. I didn't even know he wanted me to, but that was 1981. That's another interview. Can we, can we shake on that? I'll tell you, and this is not being rude. I'll tell you what he said. Well, I'll tell you what. And yes, he did make that noise. I thought what you did was quite. It was the Richard Baker, 1981. I'm sure you can recover these things. I thought you did was great. You should have stood up. I think you're quite good looking. You're not rough. Enough. Oh, no. All right, now you tell the truth. Who did that? No one touched it. It fell off the table. That wasn't me. No, be true. Was it? It wasn't you, was it? No, because I'm over here. No one touched it. I'm over here. Five feet away. Nothing is broken. No, I think that was that. Was it me? Yes. What? No. Yes. I'm really sorry. Turns out it was me. We didn't break the glass. Sorry. Was it me? Yes. Because when I went, oh, you made a just a sweeping uh, gesture because it made you laugh. Yeah. It made you laugh, and then you went. Well, this, is, this is proof that you are you are dangerous. You are dangerously. No, I'm not dangerous. I couldn't have blinded someone with a broken glass. You could have. No, you and your illegal judo moves, right? <laughs> so, so right. Listen, I'm going to end this because otherwise we're going to be here all day. Kath's got to edit this. Do you want to put some swears in just for Kath at the end? <laughs> Go on. Except to say, I'm really sorry if this has given you trouble, Kath, but it was nice to speak to you earlier. And Christ, good luck with editing this. And I know it is within the power of you both to make me sound like a complete... May I just say that you really don't need any help in that because I have done that on a day-by-day basis for many years. All I'm saying is thanks to you both and uh, it was lovely talking to you. And also, this guy, Ian, uh, I know he's got into trouble before, but at least... He's, he's the dog back now. Um, at least he's honest. So, however you edit it, uh, um, uh, do it. Good luck. Tony, that was a great rehearsal. Should we do the interview for real now? If you put your clothes back on, yes. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On talk radio.